The Perth Football Podcast is proudly brought to you by Macron Store Perth, an industry leader in quality teamwear specialising in grassroots, semi-pro and professional team attire. Visit the Macron Sports Hub Perth Facebook page for more. Thank you to Macron for helping us keep the pod running and for their continuous involvement in community sport. Perth Football Podcast, Glicio Sunua, down here at Hilton Park. Um, just finished watching Mandra City, oh, sorry, we'll start with the th- home team. Fremantle City, zero, Mandra City, three, big time game. I'm joined with Jim Webb. Jim, does this all but seal the league title for Mandra? No, we won't start there. We'll, we'll make it nice and easy. What did you think of that performance from Mandra? Because they, they looked they just looked like they kept pushing that wanted more button from the start and it kind of got those results. Kel, we were saying that, you know, Mandra were 3-0 up and I said to you, hasn't the defence that Mandra played? They were absolute rock solid there. Um, I don't think Fremantle would have scored if we were playing till 7 o'clock tonight. Uh, you know, a little bit of controversy maybe with the red card there and t- Fremantle down to 10 men, but even the pressure that they put on, nothing was going through that, that back three, four, five, whatever Mandra were playing mm. at that time. Three goals was quite clinical as well, and yeah, it was a, it was a, I don't know, you, I thought it was a cracking game of football for the state league and the crowd, big crowd as well. Huge you, we, crowd. you know, it was, it's nice to see state league grounds having a big ground, a big crowd, good atmosphere, and could have done with being about eight degrees warmer. Though. That's the only I thing. I would have loved it to have been eight <laughs> degrees warmer, mate. We had to walk to the other side of the stadium <laughs> just to make sure we had a bit more sun. But like, let's let's go back into the game, and you talk about the defence. Um, Tuffy's got a cracking header for them. Towered at the back. Alfie was the loudest person on the pitch and we could hear it from all the way from here. They had Leiden being an absolute menace in defence and then they had just John Baird also being an absolute menace in midfield. Just through the spine, yeah. they had personality. And, and then when we talk about spine, Joey O'Brien up top, they've got a match winner in there. So it, it, all, it all just looked like it all just came into, into focus for them. And again, like we, we mentioned it in the interview that we did with um with with with, with Leiden, it's three games in a week for them. So yeah. that's that's some serious personality to come into play and to put those performances in. And it just yeah, it just looked like they wanted it a whole lot more. They were they were misly. They were they were my favorite kind of thing. They had the, they had that bit of s housery about them as well. Where, <laughs> you enjoyed that? Didn't oh, you? I loved it. I loved I loved every minute where they had a chance to take a breather. Old men like me, man. I should have asked Lloyd in this as well. Every chance you get to take to take a breather, you, they took it. But yeah, they were solid at the back. I don't I don't remember Fremantle having any chances before the red card, in fact, as well. No, no, and as I say, they 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 had a lot of build up just outside the box. But did, did, did they actually test Alfie in the Mandra goal? Yeah. I don't think Alfie had a save to make. I can't remember one. And yet Mandra had, well, I'm going to say four shots. Three of them went in. One was Joey hit the crossbar mm. early in the second half. But, you know, but that 3-0. Tuffy to score. I think that's the first goal Mandra scored from a corner all year. Wow. And you mentioned the height there. And you've got James Paler playing left back who's about eight foot one. He's, 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 he's the tallest left back I've ever known. But, you know, but, and for not to get, not on corners, not, and this is certainly, let's say, the first one I remember. 
it's just quite a, an unusual stat. But Joey O'Brien getting getting on the score sheet again. I think I think he's scored in every game but one that he's played in 15, this year. Fifteen goals this yeah. season yeah, is well, it, crazy. It's it's amazing, and no wonder why he's been wanted by so many NPL players. But you know he's he's here for the, the long run, and I think his goal is to get Mandarin to the NPL and three 0 against third place team. It's, it's another tiny step towards what Mandra really want at the end of the season. And look, it's 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 three 0 against a top. A third place team, but it's also the third time that they've beaten yeah. Fremantle this year. Like Fremantle, got to be sick of them. <laughs> but but just going going into it, um, like I just wanted to, to to touch on the fact that they have been so composed in a game like this, yeah. and games like this can can really show you know what a team has. And I think just to simplify football, um, one of the best things that I've heard was how good are you in your box. How good in the, are you in their box? And then how good are you in the space yeah. in between? And they looked better in their box defending it. They looked better in the opposition box in terms of scoring. And they looked like they were just like, you're not going to create anything. See, they bossed midfield, they didn't bossed, they, as bossed, well. they yeah. bossed every phase of the mm. game today. And again, it, it could be like we, we spoke that they had a different shape um, where they played a, a 4-2-3-1. And then we also found out that um, this was Fremantle's second week playing a, a three at the back, you were saying, three yeah. at the back as well. Yeah, and it just it just looked yeah it looked different, man. It's it's, it's a funny old game. Some people, once someone said a long, long time ago, and, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, you mentioned it as well, Mandra. This is their third game in a week. But watching these two teams, if you didn't know that, yeah. you would have said that Fremantle because they they look the leggier of the two teams. Uh, Mandra looked quite fresh, and there was only a couple of changes from the midweek game as well against Dianella. So, you know, nine of these players played Tuesday night. And, and I think seven of them played 90 minutes Tuesday and 90 minutes again today and 90 minutes last Saturday. So it just shows the fitness that some of these boys have actually got in them. And, you know, we were just talking to Leiden off and he was saying he's doing 10, 12. As a centre-half. As a centre-half. Centre-half is doing 12k <laughs> of money. I mean, as a centre-half. You know, if I was having one of those machines, I'd put it on my dog. And <laughs> 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 no, it's, yeah, it's... It's it's so it's so interesting to see it, and I was going to touch on the fact that like in Joey O'Brien, they do have a match winner, and yeah. and and um and Tuffy, who coaches Kingsway, said that that's the biggest difference in the MPL yeah. is that teams have a match winner, and like to be fair, they did a really good job of just shutting down the game and mm. making sure that if anything was going to happen from a positive yeah. perspective, it was going to happen for them, and I think it just puts them into a really good stead because like you, you think about matches like this where it's first versus third. Typically, third has a lot more incentive, and typically, first comes in there and goes, "Oh, we don't want to." Yeah, don't want to lose. Yeah, you know, they'll come away. So most things would have said, "If we get a point today, love it, we'll have it. We'll yeah. take the point and we'll get on the coach and we'll go on." But to come away and be dominant in a three-nil win, you know, in in a place that you know, it's a huge pitch here at Fremantle, is it? I mean, you, you have to get an Uber from the corner flag to the penalty spot. It's 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 huge. We're standing on the pitch now, and you know, it's yeah, it's massive, isn't it? It's is it the biggest? I don't know, but it was all this space. But Manja, Manja made the. I felt they may have made the pitch feel like it was smaller the way they constantly pressed and bossed that midfield. But being around, you had John Bed, Brian Patterson holding. Yeah. And them two holding in front of the back four were were absolutely nothing was going through them. Nothing. Nothing. And just let Joey up front on his own, supporting with the three attacking midfielders and supporting well with you know Murray Mackinshaw's got one of the goals as well. Or he got the first goal. So he is a, you know, the attackers got two of the three goals. Tuffy with the corner, towering header. 
um, yeah, it was just yeah, great performance. I was going to say, let's touch on before you get you on public transport, mate. But let's <laughs> let's touch on with the red card. Um, I didn't get to, a chance to see it, but as as it happened, you put your hand up and you said, "Yeah, straight red." So, like, what? Well, just can you describe what you saw? Or so. For, and, and this is where streamer's going to prove me wrong <laughs> on the video. But from where I was, it looked it wasn't an elbow. Uh, but it looked like uh, the, both players were running towards the ball and the, 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 the Fremantle players put it, as you would, you know, you put your arm out. Some yeah. people say that's quite natural. And it looked like his hand connected with the with the manager player's face. Yep. Uh, and uh, Robbie Galvin, I think it was, because he had, you know, his blood coming out of his nose. Uh, the referee had no hesitation, yeah. straight red. Yeah. And, and you mentioned about the referee, uh, he's the best in, in the state, you know? Yeah, Matt, Matt Cheeseman is, is, is a very, very good referee, super experienced, and... You know, we saw the incident last year in the cup final that proved him wrong, yeah. and I'm never going to doubt him in situations like this again. So, so having him and having him come down and doing the state league shows you how important this game was. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it'd be it'd be interesting to see it on on stream a bit. And and you know, we had a chat. We I think I think it was Suarez, but we had a chat to the person at the end of the game and well at that halftime, sorry, and asked, look. What, what and, happened? and he said, look, I was just trying to protect the ball. Yeah. And yeah. again, it could be one of those ones where it's just a natural movement to kind of catch your yeah. space. Do, 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 I, do I think it was malicious? Absolutely not. No. Was there a hand contact to the face? And I think that's, yeah. if that hand had connected to the chest, it would have been a free kick going with it. But it's that, and this is, this is, know, this is was the, it violent conduct? Yeah. It wasn't an elbow. It was just a hand to the face. That, you know, the, the, the WWE wrestlers oh, would have been pleased with, with sometimes of that. But, but if uh, it happened in a UFC match, the guy's not falling down to yeah, the ground. No, no but, <laughs> but the referee, he didn't hesitate. Yeah. He even had a chat to the to the, his assistant who, you know, chat, and he, he was adamant, no, it's a definite red card. And I suppose that's straight red, violent conduct, three games. So that'll be a big loss to them. And uh, we'll see how we go, but, you know, roll on next week for all the games. All right. Well, look, let's have a quick look at the scores in the NPL before we add in a snippet. I'm not too sure who the snippet's going to be, but, oh, look at that. Some last-minute drama. <laughs> Just having a look at the scores here, and it does look like it's been last-minute drama. Um, first one up is Coburn 1. Sorry, Sorrento FC 1, Coburn 1. Coburn scored in the 84th minute to go 1-0 up before Sorrento scored in the 91st minute to make it a draw. Uh, Perth Glory were up 3-0. They were up 3-0 <laughs> after the 32nd minute. And I looked over to I looked I looked over to Jim and I said, you watch, Perth are gonna win this. And you did boom. say they were gonna win 5-4, but not 4-3. I did say 5-4, but not 4-3. Look, uh, 3-0 is the most dangerous scoreline it <laughs> yeah. seems right now. Um, Perth Red Star, who were down to 10 men after the 43rd minute, end up winning 3-1 um, with both teams going down to 10 men. So that leaves Floriat Athena in the relegation zone. Bayswater uh, had the new, new manager bounce coming back and winning 2-1 against Inglewood. Balcata Sterling had a nice 0-0 draw. And Armadale Olympic Kingsway with an 85th minute penalty means that it's 2-2 for Kingsway and Armadale, uh, which leaves the league table. We've got a new, new, league, new league leaders with the Red Star now on 26 points, joined equally with um, Sterling Macedonia. 
Belcato on 24 points. Armadale on 23 points. Kingsway on 22 points. <laughs> Perth SC on 22 points. Bayswater, who were crucifying in the last couple of weeks. Well, you had them relegators in your last pod, and now look, they're almost pushing for the playoffs. Well, they stopped, they stopped conceding six goals. Helps. Um, and now they're, what, they're now two points off a promotion, oh, two points off the top four. Sorrento on 20, three points off the top four. Coburn, who were many people tipped to go down, mm. three points off the top four, and now there's a gap. There is a gap. Inglewood, Laird, look at that. They're, what, four points away from safety? Four points, yeah, they were... Because yeah, four points away from safety with Perth Glory Youth. Florida Athena, three points away from safety. Um, we're going to add an insert here, but just want to say a huge thank you to Jim for coming on and being part of this full-time whistle. Um, the next person that you'll hear will be either Josh or Tommy giving us a, round down, a, a rundown of the game that they were at, and then you'll uh, have me in the end uh, kind of rounding this all up. So thank you so much, Jim. You take care, Thanks, and hopefully Kel. we can get you, uh, get you home. Sorry, get you to the quiz night oh, on time. Yeah. Oh, if you need any, if you need any answers, mate, just send me a quick text message. Oh, that's Google. Keep, keep... <laughs> <laughs> Kel, I think you're the last person. No, I'll be asking. <laughs> appreciate, appreciate that, mate. Look after yourself and uh, keep up the good work, and we'll speak to you soon. Appreciate it, mate, and hopefully we'll see you soon, and you can help help join us as our stately correspondent. I'm wishing it. I'm putting it into the air. I'm manifesting it. But look, yeah. well, you need to read my contract first. Oh, okay, cool, cool. How many curly whirlies? <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to a teaser of the Full-Time Whistle podcast. To listen to the rest of the Full-Time Whistle, where we talk NPL and women's NPL, uh, join us on our Patreon. You can access it at patreon.com slash the Perth Football Podcast. That's right, patreon.com slash the Perth Football Podcast for the cost of $6 a month. That's you buying us one uh, one of the Kalichi coffees that I get in town. Uh, it's the uh, Long Mac topped up with oat milk. So yeah, uh, to listen to the rest of this, thank you once again for listening to this match. Uh, but if you'd like to listen to the rest of this, check it out on the Perth Full Time Whistle podcast where we talk about um, the rest of the scores and the big Sterling and Balcata game. Take care, everybody.